Hey guys, welcome to episode 91 of Kaizen Project's Journey. This is your host Cliff Tang speaking from Belgium, Antwerp. And this has been a very, very long time. I have seen that the last couple of weeks I have been quite inconsistent with my promise to uh, talk to you guys every single day. Um, I don't know how it came. I think there was too much uh, things going on in my mind, well, things to do. But... Um, I won't back off uh, with my promise to get to episode 1000 uh, in a certain time. It won't be this year, <laughs> maybe in a few years. So, But this year, definitely going to 100. It's episode 91, so still nine to go. And uh, I'm going to update you guys a little bit about the last couple of weeks. Uh, this is also something good because now I can tell you a little bit more what has happened since I cut off my hair. So uh, for people who have followed last episode, I, uh, <laughs> I had like a, an impulsive thought like I'm going to cut off my hair just to show people how determined I am for detaching to daily things. And um, one of the things is my hair is my pride because I always had these cool hairstyles and stuff. People recognize me because of my hair. Uh, the pretty boy syndrome. <laughs> so I felt like I want to get rid of that because real power comes from the inside out. Maybe it's a little bit cliche, but I really wanted to feel this uh, myself. Uh, it's easy to say stuff, but if you do it, actually, it's different. So I, I decided to do this. I got a friend of mine being accountable to, to, to shave off my hair. And it's now two weeks after, and it's really... Yeah, it, it's actually, it is deliberating. So first practical, I don't have to do my hair. <laughs> I'm uh, spending less money on gel and stuff to put in my hair. I have less of these headaches and, and uh, tiredness on my head because of, of my hair. Asian hair is quite hard and, and, and stiff. So to gel it, it, it feels like you're, you're wearing some kind of helmet and um, also another one that's more psycho-emotional is the thing that I have these hairlines that are going a little bit more up now, like an M, you know, like a natural M. They say the M stands for money. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but the more uh, older I get, it's, it's my hair gets thinner. And to, um, to cover those places, it's quite weird because it feels great. But if you look at pictures, you see like these, these bald places in the front. And it was like really nagging me, um, pretending to be something I'm not anymore. I think hairstyles can do a lot with a person. But I really wanted to see like, if I just shave it off, I haven't done this since I was 12, what will it do to me? And I must say it's quite deliberating because there is more space freed up for different things. First, practical time, not doing your hair and stuff. But the second thing also, you don't mind that much how you look anymore. Now... I still believe that, how do you say that in English? Clothes make the man or something, how do you say that? So, <laughs> so you have to, to, to make sure that you ex your, um, the way you present yourself to the world is still respecting yourself, um, being tidy, uh, so uh, taking care of your body. Your body is your temple. So that's very important. But I was talking more about how, like worrying how you look. Like every time you go in cross of a mirror, you look at your hair, is your hair still good and stuff. And um, I'm quite an idle person. I think a lot of people are, but sometimes we don't show. But uh, yeah, 
so now this is gone it's it's quite weird but I can really feel I'm being myself. I don't have to put myself behind something anymore. This is a really great experience for me. So um, yeah, it also, it, it weighs less on my head. So somehow I do think I can think more clearly and I feel I can think through a lot of things more easily. So I, I show more what I want to say and want to do also. So um, I don't know if this has something to do with it, but um, yeah. So that's my experience with the haircut. Then another thing, um, I decided also um, last week to visit a friend of mine who is a psychologist. Um, it I think it is hypocrite to say I have I have nothing, uh, because uh, the more we work on ourselves, the better we can help other people. Because the more free and more deliberate we feel ourselves, the more we can engage this world with a pure heart and with uh, compassion and love. So, so I was going um, through this process and it was quite, quite difficult for me in the beginning because it, it's making yourself vulnerable, showing yourself, um, showing your issues and uh, confronting them. And that was actually the main, the main uh, reason why I contacted uh, Izzy. Uh, she's a very, very great person. So um, I, uh, you, you definitely should check her. I forget her, um, her website, but uh, if you, you search on Instagram, uh, I will share a post of her, uh, Isabel Catalans, a really, really great, psychologist but she does it on a different way it's more spiritual psychologic um, way of approaching people uh, approaching people with a free spirit and, and that's the first time i have encountered a few psychotherapists to talk about my issues but mostly it it, it ends with talking 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 um, going back to the past what made you do this or that and that and i do believe that if we do not understand what our issues are, like you're feeling some kind of anger or resentment or sadness, but you cannot place it. You definitely don't know where it's coming from. You definitely have to find someone who can try to analyze what is going on. But in Chinese medicine, we also say that talking about emotions too much can hurt the heart because you're going the same loop over and over again. And in this era, especially in the West here, we're all very literated, we are very analytical, we want to know a lot, so our, our thinking is very strong. So sometimes our brain takes over everything uh, because we want to analyze and understand everything. And that's why we sometimes can keep talking about our problems in a loop. So it comes back every time again, it's making us tired, but it doesn't resolve the problem. Uh, actually, how I look at it is if you... If you understand your problem, it's just a matter of can you emotionally let go of this emotionally burden on your body and not the the mental part because mentally we're so strong that we can relative the problem uh, we can we can always put it aside telling it's it's not a big deal there are more worse things in the world uh, we can laugh it away uh, we can place it that's how we say it but if there's still some emotional burden on to your body it's not gonna go away so uh, that's also also what i do in my therapy i try to release some emotional blockages but that's not the point i was going to to the to to easy 
And um, what I realized is that I have a lot of limited beliefs on myself that's preventing me to grow uh, bigger and higher where I should go to. I was always uh, in the past when I was a child, I, I always felt that I didn't belong to the places where I was. Um, not only sometimes at home, but everything that I encountered, friends, school, uh, the activities I did, it was some kind of um, a, a kind of bonding problem. Like uh, it's, it's easy for me to socially get in contact with people and to get on with people. But the problem is remaining some kind of contact with people. I feel like I'm pushing people away because I don't want to be too attached to, to people to be responsible. I think that's, that's what it is. In therapy, I really can go with the person, with a flow. But in, in my personal life, I have the feeling that when I get close to someone, I, at some point, I starting to shift people away, maybe unconsciously, I don't know. And uh, I always felt guilty about this. So I was talking to Izzy about this, that, that I really feel guilty, like um, why I, I sometimes push my parents away, why I sometimes push my sister away, why I sometimes push my wife away, why do I sometimes push friends and family away. Not really pushing, like ignoring them, but just distancing myself, um, disconnecting a little bit. And I always felt very guilty uh, for this. I also really tried to solve this problem by frequenting these people more and more. But the thing is, frequenting, if, it, if, it's, if, it's, uh, if it's creating some kind of uh, a burden that you have to do it, it's different. So at some point, for me, this was very taxing. It's not I really love the persons in my environment, my family, my friends. But the thought that I, I have to always be there for them and always uh, want to show my love is some kind of thing that's very hard for me to do. So I really, I really don't want to be um, deserted or left behind by people. But in some way, I'm doing that myself. And when I was talking about this, this is, this is something that really opened my eyes. Is maybe I am a person who, who has my own, um, my own vision and my mission that I don't need to be always surrounded by a lot of people. And I really, when she, when she said this, I really felt a lot of resonance because I am always mostly fine if I'm on my own. I really love the persons who are next to me and in my life, but... I can definitely can without. It, it's really hard to say that. It's not egoistic or this is not a big ego, but sometimes I do feel I don't need that. I'm very happy when I see people that I love, that I see. It makes me very happy inside. But the guilt that I sometimes have that I need to, uh, yeah, I need to socialize and keep contact, that kind of like it has to be like that. And the fact that I don't feel that I need it, that that's really bothering me. And this has been a really big problem for a long time. But she said to me, like, actually, it's not, it's not a problem. It's just, it's just the way I am. I, maybe I am a person who, who has a mission and I have to do what I need to do. And that doesn't mean I don't love those persons. But sometimes I need to go for myself. And whenever I meet them, I meet them. And that's life. And, um, and that's very hard for me to put down because I feel there are a lot of um, 
I feel there are a lot of expectations of people. This is all in my own head. I always have these expectations that I have to be there for the people I love because that's what I want to have too if I need them, that the people are there for me too. And um, that that's a really... Yeah, this, this was a really eye-opening experience for me because I always thought this was a problem, but actually it's just, it's just me. And um, so I'm, I'm so happy I did this session with, uh, with Isabel. Um, if you're listening to this uh, message, uh, Isabel, I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh, showing me my own way and uh, to let me understand myself more. So for all people who want to uh, work on themselves and you want to figure a little bit out what is happening with yourself or, or, or you're like, um, or you're stuck and you don't know what to do further, definitely check out uh, Isabel Carlins. She's a really amazing person uh, who really talks uh, from her soul. Uh, I have been to a lot of therapists, but this was the first time I felt so free and uh, relaxed in a very spontaneous way. So I think it's, it's, you always have to find someone who has some kind of affinity with yourself, your, your personal uh, affinity, but um, you always can try. So really uh, Google her, you definitely will find her very easily. If you don't find her, just, just send me a message. Um, yeah, that, that's what uh, I have been doing. And one more thing, uh, it's very important. I want to announce it now. I had a lot of accountability partners. I told these two now. I am working on some kind of um, a funnel, uh, like uh, a lot of things. Like uh, um, I'm working on a project that's going around neck pain. Uh, it's going quite well now. And I'm now at the point also creating some kind of online course where I will be sharing a lot of my knowledge as a former physiotherapist, as a former fitness coach, as a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, but also as a spiritual healer. Um, and I want to share my knowledge about this, uh, about neck pain in different kind of ways. So, so people have access to this. So I'm working on this. So um, it's, it's not going to be today. It's going to be, uh, I planned it around uh, this quarter. So normally at the end of September, you will see a lot of content of me going up. But I just wanted to give you a, a thumb up and... Um, that you know what's coming. And um, if there are persons who feel uh, like they want to help me with this project by testing things out, definitely give me a, a message. I, I, I remember I did this once on Facebook. Uh, there were also some persons who wanted to try out the stuff that I'm doing. So um, if you're listening to this story, it means that you're interested because you're already listening 15 minutes. <laughs> and if you're interested by... Um, uh, by trying and, and, and seeing what the things that I'm doing just to try it out, the, the, the calls and the funnel and stuff, uh, just let, give, let me know. And um, you will also be helping a lot of people because it is of your feedback that I can make this product more awesome for people, uh, to help people around the world. Uh, and you can contribute with this. So let me know something. I haven't figured out 100% how it's going to be practically, but I can say you one thing, the, the neck pain curriculum stuff is going up and it's going to call Kaizen Projects Online Course, online, uh, online platform. And uh, neck pain is one of the first subjects that I'm going to share with you guys. So, so here you go, a long post today, but I think it's okay. 
for the <laughs> for the week that I missed. See you guys.